Welcome to Blindside Movie Reviews right here on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with Jay Foray. Jay is the pioneer. He is the original blind movie critic, and we've been talking uh, right here on WGWG.org since 1999. So we've uh, got in quite a bit of time together, man. I hope you're doing well, buddy. That's a that's a long time, boy. That's going. That was. I didn't remember. Remember, I started this back when I was nineteen years old. How about that, man? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you, last weekend, Jay, uh, we talked about uh, the movie. I think Home is what we talked about last week, or maybe it was. Um, that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Then there was Get Hard. We talked about as well with, uh, uh, you know, Kevin Hart and. Uh, we did not talk about Furious Seven, other than you said, "Okay, a bunch of I can't, you know, a blind guy trying to watch people driving in cars and crashing is just more than you can handle." But I will say, a lot of people did t- check it out last weekend. Uh, the movie has made a buku's amount of money, uh, the biggest April opening ever, uh, one hundred forty-seven point one million dollars last weekend worldwide, uh, almost four hundred million dollars worldwide, and the movie has not even opened yet in China. Um, or Russia, which are the other two uh, places where they can uh, make a lot more money. So this film is going to do quite well. It'll uh, it'll probably uh, end up bringing in at least a billion dollars worldwide. So not too shabby for the seventh installment of a franchise. Not too shabby at all. And, um, you know, I think there's uh, only a handful of films that ever made it over a billion dollars. And... Um they uh, and I, none of the Furious movies, Fast and Furious movies, have made over a billion yet. No, so, no. But this will definitely do it. And, and no, I haven't heard. Are they going to do a next one? I've been, you know, as people have been asking me. I said I have not heard that. I have to ask Noel Manning, who knows everything, see what he's heard. <laughs> well, you know, in, in talking with uh, with my, my good buddy, uh, that's right, uh, you know, the, the 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 pacifier himself, Vin Diesel. Um, he, he seems to think there may be a possibility. Uh, he's not he's not saying no, um, right. but he's also not saying yes. So if there is another one, uh, we'll see if he's going to be in it or not. But if you make a billion dollars, the franchise still has uh, wheels <laughs> or legs uh, to stand on. So I think it's uh, I think this is a I think there's a really good possibility that this is not the last one that we've seen. Um, now this okay. one, uh, this one probably made this kind of money because it was Walker's last Furious film, but um, we'll see what happens. But I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Uh, can, can I can I read between the lines? He's not saying no to the money. Yes, so now you said he's not saying no. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, today we're talking about a film that I don't think is going to uh, to knock Furious Seven off of its uh, number one spot. But uh, but Nicholas Sparks. Uh, his movies do tend to do pretty well. Um, they they tend to draw a good crowd, especially the the female audiences and their dates. Uh, the interesting thing about these romance films is they they will draw groups of females in packs, but they'll also draw uh, you know females and their dates to go check it out. The Longest Ride is the film we're talking about that is uh, based on a uh, Nicholas Sparks franchise directed by George Tillman Jr. Let's get your thoughts on uh, The Longest Ride, uh, based in North Carolina. Yes, exactly. And, and did, I, you know, I didn't realize this. Did you know, you know, Nicholas Sparks has written tons of, you know, novels, but this is his 10th book made into a movie. Wow. I didn't realize it was that many. I would have guessed maybe five, maybe six. Um, but 
this is his tenth one. I, I didn't realize and that either. Exactly. Uh, this one stars. Uh, uh, everybody knows that last name Eastwood, but this has Scott Eastwood in the film. And Scott Eastwood is uh, um, a bull rider in, uh, in North Carolina, and uh, he, um, it, you know, he he's been hurt, and he's, he's out for a while, and he's trying to make a comeback, and he meets a young college girl who's an art student. And, of course, it's, it's a romance. You know, the two fall in love, and all this is going to happen, but she's going to go to New York in the summer, and uh, he wants to continue his bull riding. But that's not really what makes this film as great as it is, they meet an old guy uh, named Ira, played by Alan Alda, who they he had crashed his car. They find him, pick him up. You know, he's not hurt terribly, but they take him to the hospital. And they find love letters that he had written to his wife, Ruth, back in the 40s. His wife was a, um, a teacher at a, a college in North Carolina called Black Mountain. And as you mentioned to me, the college is not around anymore. But it was in the 40s and 50s. So, I mean, you may have even went to college back then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I had to look it up when you mentioned Black Mountain College. I'm like, ah, there's not a Black Mountain College. Uh, But, yeah, it was an operation from 1933 to 1957. And it was really known for for a very strong um, arts community uh, in in western North Carolina. But uh, the arts was a big, big part of what this uh, this college uh, put out there. And, And you'll find out when you start. Watching the movie and listening to the till the end, some very famous, very famous uh, artists that are and, you know you you, do, you recognize their names now went to there to college and and uh, so for that you can watch it anyway. Uh, Ira or Alan Alda, uh, you know he tells the story of how his wife, him and his wife had to make sacrifices for uh, you know, for the life to go together and nothing. Nothing. I'm not telling, but they couldn't have kids, so it turned into the art part of the. You know, art was a big part of their life. This now is he's trying to tell them how to make sacrifices for each other in romance. Well, okay, enough of that. This is really um, the Alan Alda really is the heart and of this film, and I was actually very surprised. He was absolutely fantastic. Brings this film from an, an okay film to a good film, a really, really good film. Scott Eastwood is actually fantastic. You know, I thought, you know, he did a great job. Uh, you know, I, I thought he probably, you know, as a, as a pickup line, he could have picked up the line from, from his, uh, his dad, you know, Clint Eastwood, you know, make my day, you know, and uh, so that's, right, that's right. probably what I would have done, Jeff, for, for a good <laughs> pickup line for the girl. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, it's a... Uh, uh, you know, good good cramp chemistry between uh, the two leads. Her her name is Britt Robinson. Yeah, good chemistry, not great. I I like the film. This film I actually enjoyed better than almost all romantic of the Nicholas Parks, except for the Notebook. That's still one of the top. Right, ones. right. Great story has some action, bull riding. Uh, Britt Robertson. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where he. He was trying to make a decision between bull riding and and the girl. I don't think uh, I think Britt Robinson probably looks better than a cow, but uh, oh. that's what the whole movie's about: making sacrifice to pick the one you love. Gotcha. Okay. All right, man. Good deal. Uh, what is your rating for this movie? I'm going to give it a, a B plus. And once again, I'm not a big uh, romance film, as you and I talked about. 
I wouldn't go by myself to go see the film. But if the song has a good story, you know, that's what it, you know, it's all about. And you try to, you know, I'd rather see a, a romance than a horror film, at least. You know, you know I don't know about you, but um, that's where I am with romances. Okay, well, uh, it, this is a movie that uh, if my wife wants to go see, I will take her to see. But I don't plan on taking my son, Thomas, to check this one out. So I uh, just wanted to make well, sure I shared that. I don't think he'd be taking Thomas anyway. I think he'd find something else to do uh, that day. <laughs> You're right. I think he'd be calling sick or something if that were the case. So uh, there you go. Uh, B-plus for The Longest Ride, uh, another Nicholas Sparks uh, story on the big screen uh, starring uh, Scott Eastwood, uh, Britt Robertson, and Jack Houston. Uh, along with uh, Ona Chaplin as well. George Tillman Jr. is the director for this film. Uh, Jay's website, blindsidereviews.com. You can also uh, check out Jay on Facebook and iTunes and soundcloud.com. Uh, Jay, uh, give us your rating system, buddy. Yes, and before I do, this movie is a long, Nicholas Sparks, two hours and 20 minutes. So it's a fairly long movie, but it, it actually flies by, which means it's, you know, which makes it a, you know, a decent film. Yes, my rating, A, it's so good, blind people like it. B, I'm glad I could hear it. C, I had one eye open. D, I'm glad I couldn't see it. And F, blindness is a blessing. All right, an opening next weekend in theaters, you've got Child 44, Monkey Kingdom, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2, and Unfriended. Uh, all those will open up next weekend. This weekend, the only wide release is The Longest Yard. So uh, there you go. There's your over, overview of what you can check out this weekend in theaters and Furious 7 still playing and still holding on strong as well as home. Until next time, I'm Noel Manning. That's Jay Forey, and you've been listening to Blindside Movie Reviews on WGWG.org. Till next time, that is a wrap.